Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Phil Ward here. Hey, Phil. Hello, boys. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to episode 638 of the Funny Music Podcast for Thursday, September 8th, 2022. The title of this week's episode is A Thundering Scarf, which I will put into the chat so we can refer to it later. Your job, should you choose to accept it, is to work that into our conversations somehow. So... We had some technical difficulties before the show with sound, and I have no idea what happened. It just didn't work, and nothing had changed, and then nothing I did fixed it, and then it magically started working again. Isn't technology wonderful? Hooray. <laughs> Hooray, bonk. I got to use that for something. <laughs> All right, let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, he's all right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Uh, I uh, had lunch the other day with my former storyboarding partner, uh, Zoe Moss, and her significant other, uh, uh uh, Jacob, uh, and it was a lot of fun getting caught up with those guys because I haven't hung out with them in person in, you know, a few years at least. Uh, Zoe uh, has done many awesome jobs since having departed Magiswords. One of them is working on the Cuphead show for Netflix, and she actually uh, got to do voices on the show as well. One voice in particular of, uh, what's that character's name? Um... Bond Bond, the like the candy woman. I forget. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll look it up right now. Um Cuphead. Is it Lady Bon Bon? Lady Bon Bon? Baroness Von Bon Bon, that's it. So yeah, so in, in one of the newest episodes of the Cuphead cartoon, uh that is her voicing Baroness Von Bon Bon and she also storyboarded uh, uh at least parts of that episode, so uh, so be on the lookout for that. It's really great. I'm glad that she finally got her SAG card and can do stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, just for the hell of it, I uh, went to Disneyland uh, two nights ago just so that I could, um, you know, be there and use my, uh, uh, you know, magic key pass that I have. Um, went. Uh, I got there about 5 p.m. so that that way, you know, I wasn't out there in like the, you know, heat wave sun. Um, so, you know, basically rode the three most, the three newest rides that the two parks have, which is Spider-Man Web Slingers, Rise of the Resistance, and, uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, and then I found a table at the Jolly Holiday, uh, bakery where I sat and had dinner in view of the castle, and I finished working on a, uh, little animatic, uh, animated drawing thing I've been working on for over a year and a half. Uh, here and there in my spare time, uh, taking uh, some audio clips I edited from uh, an episode of the Flat 29 podcast, Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, where they're talking about supermarkets, uh, and then I uh, just did a cute little animated thing for it, um, and finally having finished that up, 
Uh, yesterday, I posted it around so that people could finally see it after all that time. So just go to any of my social media things and look for the Flat 29 video, and you can check that out. And, the, and uh, I heard back from both Rich and Dan from Flat 29, and they both really liked it. So, so that was cool. Yeah, I saw that. That was very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, thanks. I'm trying um, to figure out why Zoom keeps switching back to me, even though I'm not making any noise. And I even muted my microphone, and it still switched back to me. So I don't know what's happening. So I'm going to keep you pinned while you're talking. And I may just okay. have to manually switch between people talking. <clears throat> and um, I thought I had something else I wanted to say, but now I can't remember what it was. No, so. I'm sorry. I ruined everything. It's okay. Um, oh, I, uh, yeah, I think I had my tablet back last time. So I have my drawing tablet again. Uh, and I'm still waiting to hear about that job uh, uh, that I uh, submitted a, um, a story test for. So um, from what I had, what, from what their information led me to believe, uh, you know, the first set of borders was supposed to be starting uh, this Monday, the 12th. Uh, so I'm just kind of sitting here wondering... Like, okay, I turned that thing in over a week ago and I haven't even, like, you know, gotten an, I have not even gotten an acknowledgement that they received my test. I even emailed them again, you know, when it had been a full week saying, like, hey, just want to check that you got my test and, you know, got no response. So, so I don't know. I'm, bleh, whatever. Yeah. Well, good luck. So, thanks. Um, yeah, but I guess that's about it. So, what have you been up to? I went to Worldcon, uh, which was in Chicago, uh, which was lots of fun, uh, lots of expensive, lots of money. Um, yeah, that was an expensive weekend. But um, I arrived on Thursday night uh, just in time. Actually, I was a little late for the uh, panel that I was supposed to be doing, which was Geek Pictionary. And then after that panel, uh, which was which was really cool, some woman came up to me in the hall and she was like, um, what do I call you, Mr. Spice? Or I'm like, I just turned around. I'm like, oh, Devo works, Tom works, you know, you with the beard, whatever, you know. And uh, she basically told me she wanted to thank me for the fump and all the music that we've produced because she has a, you know, she has a playlist on Spotify of like everything we've ever released on Spotify. And she said uh, she works nights at a hospital and the fump's music got her through some very dark times during COVID. So she was very grateful for everything that we've put out over the years. So that was awesome to hear. And, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, I wrote a song about my dick. And uh, you, <laughs> that helped you through some. OK, sure. What, you know, whatever works, you know, just it's 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 a weird disconnect it's, with me. But, you know, she it's a song about my dick. Right. Exactly. You. <laughs> it's a song about my dick for you. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was awesome. Um uh, I got to hang out with uh, Mer Lafferty and uh, Insane Ian for a bit afterwards. Uh, I saw Will Frank, Carrie Dalby, Alvarant, uh, Eric Coleman, and and Liz, and uh, you know a bunch of other people. It was awesome. My set went great. Um, I did have to perform with a mask, which sucked, but it wasn't as bad as the last time I performed with a mask because I had a better mask this time, so it was actually stayed in place and it wasn't like going into the back of my throat every time I tried to suck air in. Um. There was a nerdcore band who performed right before me called Microphone Misfits who were awesome. And uh, they had the best idea for selling their albums at the, at the at their concerts. Every album comes packaged in a comic book. So you get a 12-page comic book and then inside that is the, you know, the little sleeve with the CD in it. 
Um, and I haven't, I bought one. I haven't read it yet, but Eric Coleman has the whole set and he told me that the comic book itself is amazing. It's, it's worth the money just for the comic book. So I thought that was an awesome idea and I may steal it at some point. Um, and Sunday I blew off the con to go to Six Flags <laughs> because they had roller coasters I had never been on and I needed to rectify that. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so that's, I do, a, I did a full like recap in, in far more detail for next month's insider. And I will get the August insider up as soon as I possibly can. I'm still editing it. Sorry for the delay, but I had very little downtime at Worldcon. Um, so, Phil, what have you been up to? Which Six Flags did you go to, Tom? Uh, Great America in Chicago. Hmm. Is that where you live, Chicago area? No, I live in New Jersey. Um, the Great Adventure is my local one. There's also um, Six Flags New England, which will also be which will always be Riverside in my brain. Um, and then even uh, up in Lake George, the Great Escape is like three, three and a half hours from here. That's a Six Flags, too, but I haven't been there in many years. Uh, but Worldcon took place in Chicago, and I'd never been to Great America, so I was like, "Roller coasters, I'm going." Awesome, uh, Luke. You must live in Southern California. Well, I live in Southern California, but I actually grew up in Southern Wisconsin. So I've been to uh, uh, Six Flags Great America, uh, you know, dozens of times in my life. So yeah. Well, I was working at an amusement park uh, all most of the last summer uh but it was knott's berry farm uh so i was gonna oh yeah throw in throw in a shout out to knott's berry farm where i work many a day yeah i I was there once in high school it was awesome i haven't been to knott's berry farm yet which is pretty amazing considering how much of a like charles schultz peanuts fan i am uh i'm uh i'm if i have the money and the time for it i may try to get out there during the not scary farm time because uh jim henson's uh puppet up shows happen out there and uh it's uh, i I would love to use that as an excuse to go see another one of those because i've seen them on the the henson studio lot and they're amazing um and sometimes our friend grant pachoco is performing in them so you know (laughs) that's always yeah that's right grant's a funny music maker isn't he he is I, i know grant from funny music but i've actually seen puppet up at knots and was astounded that he was in that too yeah, yeah, he, he does has a, a, a TikTok uh, with his uh, his puppet character, Toily T. Paper, and uh, Toily has like at least two million followers on TikTok, so <laughs> he's doing great with that. Yeah. When you guys talk about TikTok and uh, the other things you talked about in your, in your nerd world, uh, I felt like I had dropped a few centuries into the future and really didn't know what was going on. <laughs> So that's where I, I'm just kind of on unsteady ground right now because you guys use terms and machines that I don't have in my century. I don't fully understand TikTok myself either, but whatever. <laughs> Twitch, TikTok, it's all, it's all Greek to me. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, Knott's Berry Farm is the old-fashioned amusement park. That's where I work. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I read Steve Martin's uh, autobiography where he talks in detail about working there, you know, uh, on like you know the the um whatever it is the vaudeville theater stage that they you know used to do regular shows on um so that's another kind of historical tidbit about <laughs> knott's berry farm that i'm interested in exploring <laughs> there's lots of history there we've been around for over 100 years yeah uh, i will tell you that when i brag about steve martin getting a start at the birdcage theater it's called 
uh, people often don't know who I'm talking about. And then I just want to uh, go off and Wow, really? <laughs> really. That's depressing. One of the things I do there is lead new employees around of all ages uh, and show them what you know, the highlights of the park and explain this and that. And I'll say, I've stopped saying, this is where Steve Martin got his start because I got so many blank looks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Oh, just say one of the old guys from Only Murders in the Building, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot one. about that. Now they might know who he is. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I'll, I'll go back to saying his name. <laughs> Brassos. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to comment on the comic book surrounding an album. Uh, I remember when Metallica or Megadeth or somebody released a CD and you bought it and it came in a sealed bag full of what appeared to be blood and bits of bone. And um, I remember that it made the news. It made the radio news, probably on NPR. And the, the news announcer said, and if you buy Megadeth's latest album, so-and-so, it comes in a sealed bag full of what appears to be blood and bits of bone, just in time for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that my audience would go for that. Um, but I was thinking, like, if I could make somehow, like, a video game for the Switch or something and then sell it, you know, sell the Switch thing with the CD in it or I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But uh, it would have to probably be a, a DVD MRA case size so it'll fit the CD and have a little, con you know, holder for the Switch or something. I don't know. Back around the year 2000, uh, Insane Clown Posse did a uh, – they had a bunch of comics, but they did a special – 12 issue continuing story called the pendulum and uh each month the issue came with a cd single of a song so basically you were collecting the tracks of a whole album over the course of buying that whole series of of comics so uh that's cool so i don't i don't know if uh, if they've ever released it in full anywhere else but as far as i know i'm one of the few people who actually has the full album of the pendulum <laughs> Do either of you have either of you encountered uh, records that were released on the backs of cereal boxes? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, I remember those. Good. Good. I'm glad I'm not alone in this. Thank you. I also <laughs> got the uh, some of the records that came with the Alf puppets from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cooking with Alf, um, Melmac Rock. I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. Um, you can you can find them online. <laughs> those Thank I never got, backing. but. But uh, I, I did have, when I was a kid, they used to sell this thing that was a book with, like, a plastic record in it. And then you put this player over it, and it would the player would spin around. And actually, I don't know whether the player would spin or the little plastic record would spin. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, they, they haven't made them for, you know, 40, 50 years. And my wife actually looked them up on eBay. They go for a ton of money because they're like ridiculously fragile and they break easily so there aren't a whole lot of working ones left but i was thinking like it'd be cool if i could you know release an album with on that type of thing i have like a little storybook because it was like the hard plastic pages for little kids and then it had like a plastic record embedded on each page it was really cool you know what's really rare are the even earlier versions of turntables the kind you're talking about is where the record holds still and the t the uh, equipment moves around yeah. it but there was an earlier version where the entire apparatus held still except for the needle and the building had to spin to make the needle spin <laughs> you can't even find those on ebay i can i can imagine yeah, i'm holding this up to the camera for people who are you know listening to the audio version but this is a 
Flexi Disc Flexi Flexi Disc album of uh, for the Muppet Show fan club from 1976. So it's got a really cool message on it. And if you search for that online, uh, you can find you know the audio that's on this uh, thing. It's it's pretty short. It's just you know all of the Muppets saying hello to you and thanking you for joining joining the official Muppet Show fan club. <laughs> oh, so it was like a Beatles giveaway. Yeah, basically. So, but yeah, this is like the original one I got when I was a kid. So I keep it nearby because Henson is my ultimate hero. So, well, that's cool and all, but my records that I got off the back of cereal boxes are by the Archies. So someday I'm going to retire on those babies. Nice. I should still have my flexi disc of Billy and the Boingers from Bloom County. It should be right there in my record collection, but I, I have to dig it out. I'm not sure. Thank I you for backing up my... to Bloom County. That enters my era now. <laughs> they're making you know a TV they're... show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Like, yeah, I, I follow Luke. Do you know how to say his last name? I've always thought it was Brethed. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I follow him on Facebook and he announced months ago that they've started working on a uh, an animated TV series of Bloom County. And he's been posting like concept art and stuff. And it's it looks phenomenal. And I can't wait. The thing that makes me happiest about that is how directly involved he seems to be with all of it. So yes. You, yeah. You know, it's not going to be just like, you know, oh, somebody sold their IP to this company and a cartoon is being made and it's not going to have yeah. the same creative vision as the original artist or whatever, you know? So I'm psyched. Michael Bay. What if Opus, instead of a penguin, hear me out, what if he was, I don't know, an a, a possum? And <laughs> what if he was a go kart that could transform into a penguin? There you go. Yeah. And what if instead of Bill the Cat, we just have Megan Fox standing there? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> I should mention that, uh, Luke, are you in Southern California right now? Yeah, I'm in Burbank. It's, uh, it's getting dark, but not in a like the sun is going down way where I am, but like in a tornadoes are about to hit way. <laughs> It's very interesting. Well, it's 170 degrees there, right? Right. Uh, and there's a hurricane coming. Seriously, I'm not joking. A hurricane coming up the Baja coast that's going to give us some rain. Wow. Well, if we lose Had Phil during the show tonight, that's, that's why. <laughs> uh, I wish I was still at Knott's where you have to dress in a certain way. And I did have a scarf with me. And had it started raining and lightning and thundering and had been deafening, I would have been able to use a thundering scarf to cover my ears. <laughs> well done. That's how it's done. <laughs> All right, so you posted a song. That I did. Give us a quick intro and uh, we'll give it a listen. Uh, it's a song that I, I can't explain why on earth such a thing occurred to me. But when it occurred to me, I realized it was a country song. I looked up a country singing friend of mine, and we wrote it together. And uh, it's, uh, it's a, a, I hope it's painfully funny. All right. Here is Like an Angel by Phil Ward. He walks out with his groceries, and his day already sucks. Because that ticket on his windshield is going to cost 80 bucks Plum forgot about street sweeping Noon until four Running some errands For the widow next door He ain't striving for sainthood 
Just to be a good man Donates time, gives some money Whenever he can But bad luck seems to plague him No glory, just guts Like an angel who's been kicked in the nuts good deed goes unpunished, the jaded folks say, but this man refuses to see it that way, despite those ten houses that he helped rebuild, destroyed by tornadoes, people were killed. Life keeps handing him lessons, some big and some small. He takes them to heart and tries to learn from them all. And he won't get discouraged, no ifs, ands, or buts. Like an angel who's been kicked in the nuts. Romantic wears his heart on his sleeve, though, like 33 others, she'll probably leave. Case in point, his last girlfriend, who he thought was the one, left him for Jesus, became a nun. Why won't the Lord send him a love of his own If not a soulmate, just someone to bone Someone to bone But when God closes a window A door also shuts On this angel who's been kicked in the nuts should double check your own master plan why must it involve taking dumps on this man and why must all the good luck go to some evil putts while this angel gets kicked in the nuts he'd give up his own life vest to keep you afloat. He's an angel who's been kicked in the scroat. When you're sleepy and in danger, he'll stay up and keep watch. He's an angel 
Who's been kicked in the crotch When there's wrongs to be righted He never will rest He's an angel Who's been kicked in the testes When his heart's smashed to pieces He crawls through the shards He's an angel Who's been kicked in the nars Kicked in the nars I love the end of that song where you just keep coming up with different rhymes. It's fantastic stuff. It's been, a, I didn't know this was going to happen, but my friends have taken it as a challenge and they keep throwing couplets my way that I didn't think to use. So maybe the live version will go on about four times that long. Nice. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually. You just keep going, coming up with with new rhymes. Uh, also, the end of the song is, I didn't conceive of this until I was well into the recording process, but now the entire reason to listen to the song, from my point of view, is to hear this chorus of professional singers singing the word nards, like the Mormon Tabernacle <laughs> Choir at the end of the song. That slays me every time. It's it's always funny, like, when you hire professional musicians to do, like, the dumbest song. You're like, okay, here's what we're going to sing now, and, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, they were friends of mine. Otherwise, I think I would have just, uh, my messages would have come tossed back in my face. Yeah, probably. <laughs> So when you were talking about this song, it, it you implied that like you don't do a lot of country songs. Is this like a rare thing for you? I think of myself as a folk singer, okay. but not with. I, I purposely, I, I haven't in the past purposely gone for that country twang. Uh, just the the way that whole song is constructed, like maybe a '40s country song. Mm-hmm. Um, but this seemed like it should be, so I enlisted the aid of the superpowers of country singer J.C. Hike. Well, it sounds great, and you've got the the deep voice for this type of song. It 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 really works. Thank you. I actually perform it with a capo on, a, a, a step or two up. But I got up and went to the recording studio first thing in the morning to do it <laughs> to do that, just so my voice would be in the, that key. That that's exactly what Weird Al Yankovic did when he re- recorded the truck driving song. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I yeah. could not be following a better example. Mm. It's nice to do things first thing in the morning when you have to be deep. <laughs> you have to be deep. You have to be deep. It's that a song. deep song. It's a very deep song. <laughs> the song requires lots, you know, multiple listenings to really understand what's going on. Yeah. So you normally do folk music. A uh, humorous folk music. That is humorous okay. music is my thing, but I wouldn't call it country until this one. Yeah, no, I was going to ask <laughs> if if you'd normally do comedy music or if that's if this is more of like a one-off thing. No, uh, comedy music is the only thing I can do. I when I try to do something serious, it uh, it's all it's awful. It's funny how it you know when you try to do something serious, it's like we um, when I was interviewing um, uh, Brian Gropner, who's in a, a in- industrial comedy band called the Gothicals. Uh, they're another fun act, and he did a side project where he was trying to be serious, and he's like, "I'm writing this song, and I'm like, I know this rhymes with penis. How do I stop?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to be a serious songwriter who's funny some of the times. Yeah, but if you're an always funny songwriter and you try to be serious, man, that's a hard step to take. Uh, we talked about before we went on the air. We talked about um, Brian Woodbury, another fump act. 
right. who is a friend of mine. I'm a big fan. I'm a friend of his, and we've worked together. And he can straddle the line. He can write something that'll just break your heart or make you view something politically different, and then he'll make you crack up. Yeah, I had completely forgotten that you had been on the show before with Brian when we had interviewed him. So thank you for reminding me because, you know, brain go bye bye, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. um, Yeah. So what inspired this song? I, th- I know I thought of uh, wouldn't it be funny to do a song about a guy who, despite his best efforts, keeps losing. And I think pretty shortly after that came up with the line, like an angel who's been kicked, kicked in the nuts. And at that point, there was no stopping it. It just, uh, it just <laughs> jumped out of its own accord with, with JC's help. I went up to JC's house and we wrote it like an afternoon. Nice. Yeah, it's great when that happens. He, by the way, is when, when you hear really bassy harmonies, like someone to bone, that's JC. Oh, okay. So he helped you with uh, the background vocals. Yeah, I got five background vocalists and I got a mandolin player and a fiddle player and I'm darn proud of all of them. Nice. Cool. Um, so what else, uh, what else is going on with you? I don't know what else to ask you about this song. It's a great song. <laughs> uh, we've probably exhausted the subject of the song. Um, I, uh, the, the label I record for is called trough records. I put out a couple of albums of uh, funny songs on that. And uh, it was really a, a, a cooperative run, invented and run by one man, a singer-songwriter named Mark Humphreys from Southern California. And most of the acts were Southern California. So it was a little boutique label that we're all very proud of. We nice. occasionally get ra- radio play and such. Uh, and then Mark very, very abruptly passed away last year. Oh. So right now, yeah, this will be funny for your podcast. Sure. So um, right now we are dealing with the fallout of that and trying to keep Trough Records going, but with you know, like six people at the head of it instead of one mm-hmm. and digging through old computer files and, uh, and such. And it's going to be a long, a long climb out, but we're determined to do it. And I'm proud to say, and Mark would have liked this, that like an angel is the first thing released by trough records since his death. And, uh, everybody's probably happy that it's a song about getting kicked in the nuts. Oh, that's great. Now so, you're caught up. Now I'm caught up. <laughs> Well, uh, best of luck keeping Trough Records going. That sounds like a worthy cause. Thank you. We are still at trough.com. You can find all my records there, plus a few dozen really excellent singer-songwriter uh, albums. Cool. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can find my stuff at Bandcamp. Um, Phil Ward, P-H-I-L-W-A-R-D. I have Phil, philwardmusic.com as my website. Uh, I would like to say you can see me performing, which you can, but you have to pay the entry price to Knott's Berry Farm to do it. Uh, these days I'm riding around on a piano that is attached to a tricycle and playing that. So nice. if you're in, and by the way, it's not much to come to Knott's Berry Farm. It costs less to get a, to get a season pass to Knott's Berry Farm than it costs to get in some days for that day at Disneyland. So come to Knott's Berry Farm, wander over into the uh, memory lane area, and I'll play songs on the tricycle piano for you. Excellent. Luke, you need to go and do the whole Schultz thing and, and look up Phil. Look for the guy yeah, on the tricycle um, playing the piano. I don't know <laughs> if, uh, if if Phil may have heard of um, our friend Tony Goldmark, who did a theme park review series on YouTube called Some Jerk with a Camera. He mainly <laughs> no. focused on Disney, but I know he's done some Knott's Berry stuff. It's worth it. It's worth the trip. Yeah. I'll and, play uh, uh, Linus and Lucy on the piano for you if you request it. 
<laughs> and uh, and I think a couple of the people uh, from from that from Tony's thing and also his podcast, Escape from Vault Disney. Uh, I think they work at Knott's Berry Farm uh, in the Knott's Scary Farm, like they're the seasonal employees who show up and do all the scary stuff. So those guys are hardcore. Those guys are the Marines of um, employees of amusement parks. <laughs> they're the ones you want on your side when the enemy attacks. <laughs> Uh, so finally, uh, what is with the magnifique, magnifique, magnifique on the wall behind you? I thought you'd never ask, Tom. Um, <laughs> we, uh, my wife and I have friends who have a real nice piece of uh, graphic art on their, framed on their wall. Uh, and we were Zooming with them sometime during the pandemic. And we said, oh, we want one of those too to be like you. And we just hastily scrawled one out with a magic <laughs> marker and stuck it on the wall with painter's tape. And there it remains. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Okay. I did that with a, um, I, I did a, a song recently called Zipper Injuries, and I have a, like a, one of those, you know those like, heim, those like, like the posters you see in restaurants for like choking victims and stuff. Yeah. I did one yeah. for like people who have gotten various parts stuck in zippers, and I put it up on the wall in the other room, and I used it in the video, and then I just left it on the wall to see if anybody would notice. <laughs> it took a you long time. You created yourself? Huh? You, you created the graphic yourself? Yeah, it was re it was really simple. I mean, I am a I am an artist. I have a you know illustration, graphic design background, but uh, for this, I just kept it really simple. You know, very simple graphics. Look at you having a finger in all types of arts. Good job. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> a little bit of everything. I, I would. Can I just uh, jump into the stuck in a zipper story for a second? Sure. Uh, Let's talk about Bill Cosby again. Good for your comedy podcast. Um, he was a hero of mine. I grew up listening to his records. I have several of his records memorized still, I'm sure. Finally got to see him. I was middle-aged. I went to an event where he was the headliner. I was so happy to see him. He did some funny stuff about getting stuck in a zipper, which I thought, oh, a little racy for Bill Cosby. And then within weeks, bam. <laughs> Bill Cosby was no longer uh, a, a person you would want to go see. Yes. Well, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. The, be the best thing about that, you can look this up, is that the, the stories about Bill Cosby were circulating well before, you know, he was arrested or anything. And um, the, like back in the like 80s and early 90s, I think, was when the stories first started coming out. And Hustler mm -hmm. magazine made a fake uh, ad for some like uh, like some vodka or something like that and it had you know bill cosby's head photoshopped onto this picture of a dude with a giant dong and some woman passed out with her shirt open like on the on the table behind her like this was in the 90s and, and like they were like right on with it it's it's like for early 90s photoshop it's pretty good <laughs> yeah that, well i've always said hustlers where you want to go to get your hard news yes so anyway all right, so we're going to move on to, uh, speaking of news, we're going to do news and, and stuff and then play the uh, interview with the COG. You're welcome to stick around for the rest of the show. If you need to take off, you're welcome to take off. I'll stick around. Thanks very much. Okay. Let's do some news. This is The Fump. Yeah. 
jug, a quart of coffee, then I go and kick some ass on every morning. When I wake up, I start my day by making myself a spark plug. I'm lit. Spark plug, I'm lit. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. C-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. Go tampon, flex your plankton, lick bo burnum, Costco phantom. Pants with pants on, sexual Reagan, panko man bun, let's go Brandon. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, uh, the New York Times ran a story today about... When Weird Al Yankovic met Daniel Radcliffe, things got, well, you know, as they say. Um, basically, it's an interview uh, about how the two of them met and wh- what happened when the two of them got together, how they got along and whatnot. It's a re- really an interesting interview. Um, but the, the one quote that I really liked about it was they were talking about the writing of the of the movie that's coming out. Al says, quote, I hope this confuses a lot of people. We want to lead them down a path and think, is this a real biopic? Is this a real story? The movie starts out pretty normal, then it progressively goes way off the rails, unquote. So <laughs> I can't wait to see this thing. Um, if you want to read the article, just, just Google Weird Al and Daniel Radcliffe and you will find it. And uh, Mark Gunn's Kickstarter is up to $8,307. He only has three days left, so if you'd like to get in on it, now is the time for his new album, Come Adventure With Me. Just go to kickstarter.com, search for Mark Gunn. It's Mark with a C and Gunn with two N's. All right, Luke, anything before tour dates? Uh, Not that I can think of. All righty, tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Thursdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 9th in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. On the 9th in Santa Rosa, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 10th in Elgin, Illinois, Captain Ambivalent. On the 14th in Las Vegas, Nevada, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 16th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. The 17th through the 25th, the Gothic Cruise featuring the Gothsicles. That sounds fun. On uh, the 18th on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring the Consortium of Genius. And on the 18th in Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. And birthdays coming up on the 12th, Carla Albrecht. Happy birthday, Carla. All right. The second song hey, of yes, what? Hmm? Oh. I was going to mention um, just for the uh, sake of mentioning it. I have a tour date coming up. Um, it is October eighth, and I'm performing at the Corbin Bowl, uh, which is a bowling alley <laughs> uh, in the Valley. Uh, and I believe on the same uh, night, TV's uh, Kyle and Lindzilla will also be on the bill. So it'll be. Me plus TV's Colin Lanzilla and then a bunch of stand-up comedians. And that's October 8th at the Corbin Bowl. I need to add it to my tour dates page, but I'm mentioning it now in case, you know, any locals want to mark their calendar. Cool. Sounds like fun. All right. Second story, or second story. Second song of the week is a new one by the Consortium of Genius. Cog. Uh, followed by a brief interview with them. So here that is. 
Excuse me, uh, Dr. Pingerton. What, Philbert? Uh, I need to borrow your computer because my entire dungeon raiding party awaits my arrival. Wait, what happened to your computer? Uh, it broke. It was working. Now it's broke. Again? Well, my internet.
would not ask such questions if I were you. Wait for the wizard. Wait for him here. Wait in the darkness for the wizard to appear. Wait in the silence. You really must when the wizard is the only one. When things break, it's right after they were working. Felbert, what have you done with my computer? I'm here with the Consortium of Genius. Welcome back to the show, guys. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. How are you doing this fine day, Mr. Tom? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Spicy as ever. Excellent. So, so tell us about this song, Wait for the Wizard. Well, it started when Philbert borrowed my computer after screwing up his he had no idea how to invoke the wizard the the microsoft wizard that is right what other wizard would you be talking about well there's gandalf and there's no 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 no, no. anti-magic countermeasures have been employed across our laboratory no such magic is possible we're talking about technological wizardry the only kind that counts so gandalf the gray can't get into the secret lab no, <laughs> fictional characters are not allowed here. About, so Gand Gandalf the White can't even get into the secret line. None of them can. It doesn't matter what color they are. They are forbidden. Magic is neutralized by my anti-magic field generator. Nice. Interesting. Mm. So the only wizard allowed in is the Microsoft wizard. Yeah, so that would make sense, yes. So does the Microsoft Excellent wizard actually gosh. work? No. Okay. It hasn't worked in years. You should know that. You're an I IT do. person. I do know that. That's why I was wondering, like, why you were invoking this particular wizard. Because it's almost like you wanted Filbert to fail. I want Filbert to die. And if that includes failure, then uh, it's just added icing on the cake of the cake of chaos around here. So the, the uh, uh, Filbert is now being punished. So. Uh, he won't be allowed out of the uh, deep room for another two or three days. Right. He's being flogged, as we speak, by robots, by the Flogomaster 3000. Oh, the Flogomaster 3000. You've upgraded, I see. Yes, yes. The 2000 wasn't doing it for you anymore. No, and no. The 2.5000. The, the, the 2000 L2K problem. Uh, we better not talk about that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So did he screw up your computer or his computer or both? Well. His computer has been blasted out of the airlock and blown into a million pieces. My computer is being re-imaged as we speak. Okay, so you'll be able to get back to your... Taking over the world! 
That's what I was going to say, just not as dramatic because I can't you do that as well as you can. Persona. I do, yes. Yes. I'm very. I, I, I suggest starting with your hair. Do something about that for next time. Well, I used to have a mullet. I, I can grow it back out. You'd better grow it back out. They're coming back, you know. I've heard that, yes. So are porn stashes. I don't I don't picture myself doing that either. But failing that, I do believe that you could buy a, 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 a baseball cap that has hair on the back already. Yes, some sort of prosthetic mullet <laughs> might be arranged. But bear in mind, there is no such song as porn stash of metal. It just isn't done. There's not yet. There could be. A can of worms has been opened, Dr. Z. Not by me. I like porn stash of metal. I can, I can see that. I can, I can I see, can see that. Yes. Can you hear I, it? I can hear that too. Yes. I'm debating whether I'm debating whether to parody mal, uh, mallet of metal or make it something new and porn stash of metal. And I don't know. We can go a lot of different ways with this one. This is it interesting. Depends on the fear you have of reprisals and repercussions. That's, That's true. A, That's true. Really you are our, you know, future overlord i don't want to cross you directly no no none do yes so so you so you decided to take filbert's situation and put it in song form well yes yes we recorded the entire the entire horrible debacle and presented to you now oh so this happened in real time of course everything does oh that makes sense that that, that actually explains a lot I wasn't I wasn't aware of how the how things worked in the in the uh, secret lab. I've never actually yeah, been there. Like so. the zombie apocalypse barbecue. That was only three and a half minute long barbecue. But it was very tasty. It this, was only it was only a three and a half minute long apocalypse. Considerably longer, but the end of the song will will kind of appraise you of the waiting that occurred. Yes. But the barbecue was was good, right? Oh, oh yeah. tasty, yes. All the time, yes. That that's really all that matters doesn't matter who dies or, or what happens as long as the barbecue is good that's that's what you yeah. need to do indeed indeed yeah, so, and the pig feet were very good but we're not to to rest on past florals now it so what's going to happen to filbert when he gets out of the flogging did you say uh, the deep it, hole was was it you, you don't want to know about that hopefully he'll be more useful or easy to bend to our will now is it me or have we not heard from filbert in a while well, Filbert uh, is right here on, on the song. I know, so but I mean, prior to this song, I don't, I don't think we'd heard from Filbert in a while. Oh, Has he not been around, or uh, he's here and there? Yeah, he's been in a succession of different punishments, but uh, believe me, he's never left the lab. We don't let him out. Oh, okay, okay. Be too dangerous. Gotcha. Okay. And also, don't believe his stories of being the leader of a biker gang on Mars or anything like that. These fictitious, made-up notions of his are not to be trusted. He's a just biker a gang on Mars. Yes. How does that work? You'd have to ask him that. I have no idea. Well, like, I'm, I'm now I'm like, like, how does he get there? Does does a combustion engine work on Mars? Is it an electric he's like, engine? He, no, he's just got quite the imagination for a young man. Oh, also, okay. He was ejected toward Mars at a high velocity. I don't know how he managed to survive, but we did retrieve him eventually. Okay. Well, obviously, because he's on the song. So, all right. Well, as, as long as he's okay, that's fine. He's never 
okay, really. It's well, okay is a relative term. It's, it's not too bad with the monkeys. It's nominal for Filbert. Yes. Nominal for Filbert. Okay. Nominal for Filbert. That sounds like an album title. Mm. So I, uh, I would give him the uh, the actual presence of you know being the title of an album. I think that's a bit above his station. But I see you had uh, Bad Beth singing backup vocals on on this song. She was she was around for the for the wizardry. Oh yes, 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 yes. She heard there was going to be a wizard present and dropped on in. So that's not all she dropped. Mm-hmm. What's what's your relationship with Bad Beth? Like, how do you know her? And, and, and like, how does An she fit into alliance. your plans? An uneasy alliance is what, what I would put it. And almost every alliance with us is quite uneasy. Yes. Yes. I, I can attest to that personally. Because I've, you know, you took over the Fumpcast feed. You wouldn't want and... me to make it easy, would you? No, not at all. Of course not. So. So do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Mm, we'd like to plug the hole in our space station. Yeah, but we, we, we did uh, temporarily do that with one of the band members from the last band. That's, that's right. That's right. Escape from the Secret Lab, of course, is an ongoing experiment. Sunday nights at uh, 8 o'clock, I believe, CST, uh, at www.escapefromthesecretlab.com. Excellent. Yeah, that's a that's fantastic show. We also have upcoming appearances, for instance, at the Houston Arcade Expo in November. And in October, uh, we have a Halloween show coming up on, uh, what is it, Saturday the 24th? I don't remember. Is it? Something okay. like that. Well, as long as they're on, their, on your website, we will pull them and, and get them into the FUMP newsletter so people can Saturday come. Saturday the and- 22nd. Saturday the 22nd in Metairie, Louisiana. There you well. go. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to to join us for this. And are we and, going to listen to the song now? No, we we already played it. What? We, that's how the Fumpcast works: is we do the interviews after we play the song. Are you so. trying to confuse us temporarily? Possibly. We need to do something about this guy. Rev up the time door. I have an idea. Oh yes, be right back. Prepare for concussion. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Phil, are you familiar with the Consortium of Genius at all? I am now. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just wondering. I was just thinking, I'm like, that was probably a very confusing interview if you don't know who the Cog are. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was entertained and confused. It's a, a band full of uh, mad scientists bent on taking over the world. They have a secret lab. They have a space station. They have death rays and lasers and stuff. It's great. So, I was very happy that Filbert was back. <laughs> We haven't heard from him. It was good to hear from Filbert again. Yeah, as you pointed out, we haven't heard from him in a long time. Yep. All right. Feedback. Hamner Hack. Hamner Hack wrote, 
If the good question mark Dr. Pinkerton is still there, I have a question for him. What are you doing to my brain? On the previous Thursday, I was programming my show for Saturday, and now Saturdays 10 to noon, www.cklu.ca, and the theme was barbecue, and at the last minute, I remembered the song Zombie Apocalypse Barbecue, and then I was thinking I should see what the consortium was up to, as I haven't heard anything from them for a while, and then what do I see come Friday, Friday morn, a new song from the COG on the Funny Music Podcast. Is this just a coincidence, or is Dr. Milo T. Pinkerton III manipulating my reality for some nefarious reason? Well, knowing Dr. Pinkerton, I am sure he's manipulating your brain, and it's definitely for some nefarious reason or other. Um, I don't know what that would be, but I'm sure it's happening. Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, you're testing my ADD. Yeah, the other thing, Phil, is all of our more uh, usual commenters have their own, like, theme song intro. <laughs> Eclectically like wrote... A, a thing for a DJ. Yeah. As you were speaking of how to spell certain sounds in number 637, I thought I'd let you know that my official entry for Hear Luke Ski Say in that episode is, quote, incoherent noise of exasperation, Jesus Christ, unquote. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. And I, Lee, I didn't know you were keeping track of the what Luke Ski says at the end of the episodes. That's fantastic. We should, like, publish a book of them all or something. <laughs> we got to put out a zine. Yes. <laughs> Draconosaurus. 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 Draconis wrote, Cog, Dr. Pinkerton, how's your sister and Professor Pinkerton doing? How's the steam-powered Drumomatic 50 going? Have you finished installing the emergency water vial inside Drumbot's CPU that breaks open if anything ever happens to you again? So, Devo, has this newbie Luke Sky replacing Ian as your co-host until he returns from his movie shoot? Later. Uh, unfortunately, Draconis's comment came in after I interviewed the Cog, so I couldn't pass on that question. Uh, but and Luke is back, so Ian will not be replacing Luke permanently. And Alvarant, 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 Alvarant wrote, "Hey, Demon Spice." I don't know if that's a typo or if he's trying to make a joke, but it's fine either way. It was great to see you at Worldcon. I hope you had a good time and got to visit Six Flags. What did you think of the microphone misfits? Um, I thought they were awesome, actually. I really enjoyed their set. And uh, I picked up one of their albums and, um, and you know, along with the comic book, as we as we discussed earlier. And uh, haven't had a chance to listen to it or read it yet, but I'm looking forward to doing that. So hopefully soon. All right. That's it for feedback. Let's do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Teasing. Tomorrow's song is by Jake Duar. And. Tuesday's song is not yet posted. So we'll have to see what happens with Tuesday's song. And next week's Spotify playlist topic is the thing I was supposed to do last week and forgot about because of Worldcon. So we're going to do Alvarin's suggested topic of toxic relationships. So I've got all that queued up and that will go live, you know, right after the show tonight. 
All right. Consortium of Genius is at consortiumofgenius.com. Phil, plug yourself one more time. Sorry, I have to keep muting myself. Um, PhilWardMusic.com, Facebook band page, Phil Ward Live, or go to TroughRecords.com, TroughRecords.com to discover a whole bunch of music that's funny and serious. All right, let's get out of here. Hey, Devo, when you do the... Dip, 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 Yes, Luke? When you do the next time thing, turn the video on for me, okay? It will do. All right. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And there's Phil. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Time for an unboxing video. Let's see what's in here. Oh, America, fuck yeah.